This is the Truth Network. Like emptiness and harmony, I need someone to comfort me. Homeward bound, I wish I was homeward bound. Just know you're not alone, cause I'm gonna make this place your home. Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. Sweet home, going home <laughs> that was amazing brother amazing it took me so many places so many places yeah yeah did you know number one we are live from the men's summit restoring biblical manhood today and you're gonna have to say robbie what does that have to do with going home it has everything to do with going home <clears throat> when we begin to show you what all this is i think you'll be like me god that is more than amazing how could that all have to do with going home well it does have to do with going home but you may have noticed, and I've, I've I thought about this morning, God made a big deal out of it. The number two category of songs of all time, like you took all the songs you might guess that love would be the theme of most songs. But the number two category, running away, is the concept of going home. And so you just heard a few, there are, Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, but I just looked at the list and I went, oh, these are good. This is awesome. This, and I, you know, all those songs, right? Those were what we grew up to. They were amazing. I mean, when Sweet Home Alabama, uh, Farce Gump popped in my head, him dancing the, <laughs> in that movie. It's just amazing what the songs do to my brain. So this is the Men's Summit. It happens every year at the First Christian Church in Kernersville. And believe it or not, behind us, Bob, there are 650 men that are exploring the concept of restoring biblical manhood. Now, you know, if you just put it out on a TV screen somewhere, we're going to do a conference restoring biblical manhood. You know, it's not something that everybody's just going to go sign up for, if you were really honest. Like me, 25 years ago, I saw that. We'd be turning the channel, right? But the truth is, if, we really, if men really knew what that meant, <clears throat> what God really has in mind by restoring biblical manhood, oh, my goodness. And so I've got to tell you, literally, God showed me this stuff this morning as I was researching this whole idea. But Jesus would tell you that there's been so much stolen. And, and Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. 
And what has been lost by us is understanding the word restoring, understand the word biblical, and understand the word manhood. I, I, I got to tell you, I would have had no way to explain those things like I could explain them right now compared to what I would have been explaining them six hours ago. So as you explore this concept, why would you suppose that there are so many songs on the concept of going home? And, and, and one of the deepest wounds I personally, personally took in my entire life, and if you're like me and you experience this kind of thing, you're going to go with me. One of the deepest wounds was when my parents divorced. I was 19 at the time. You wouldn't think, well, that's no big deal. You were growing up. It was a huge deal. You know why it was a huge deal? And, and I can remember my whole, I was just permeated by the fact that I couldn't go home. Because my parents, I had stayed in Albuquerque and they'd moved on to Kansas City. And so they were in two different places. And I was just sitting there going, I don't have a home anymore. And I could go to my father's house. I could go to my mother's house. But there was no such thing as home. And, and I was literally in tears. And as I recalled that this morning, I was sitting there crying. I was like, God, this is really near and dear to my heart. I didn't realize how close it is. And why is that? So the word restore in Hebrew, Bob, we're going to take you on this adventure. I'm not a Hebrew speaker, but I do understand the letters phenomenally well. So I believe it would be pronounced shwub. But anyway, that's my guess at it. But anyway, the letter, the, the word, it starts with this wonderful Hebrew wet letter that looks like fire. It's called a shin. And the idea behind that letter literally is fire. Like if you say fire in Hebrew, it's an aleph in the shin because you've got to have air, which is the aleph, and you've got to have fire. You've got to have air to make fire. And so here's this idea of fire. And I don't know if you've been to many homes back in the day, but they all had fireplaces. Well, in those days, you know, even the tent, <laughs> they had a fireplace. <laughs> you had to be a little careful there. <laughs> but nonetheless, fire was a big part of home. And have you ever thought about, man, you can sit there and look at a campfire and there's just a, it's, right? It just makes you feel like relaxed and rejuvenated. You can look at fire and it just does something for your soul. Did you ever wonder about that? Oh, I did it this week. I tore down a building for a lady at church and I took the wood to my house and, uh, uh, put it in a barrel, and, and I had a, a really awesome fire for a little while. And, and, and so when you think about that whole idea, the word shalom, guess what? It starts with that same fire. Or the word shabbat, which means is, is relaxing. It's like there's something inside a fire that gives you this sense of home. But then the second letter in the word return or restore is above, which is kind of like a Jacob's Ladder letter. It looks like a straight line, but it really is the light of God coming down, and it's a connecting letter. And so what we're doing is we're connecting the fire to something. Well, the last letter in the word restore is a bet. Now, this letter is like one of the hugest deals that you could imagine in the Hebrew alphabet. The reason it is is bet means house. It literally means house. And so when you say this shin, vav, bet, you're connecting fire to house, which you're actually connecting is you're yearning, you're burning to be home. It's John Denver singing, you know, take me home, country roads, it's sweet home Alabama. It's, you know, Simon and Garfunkel saying, you know, homeward bound. I mean, all these things are, 
are part of what this, this set of letters is telling us that every secular person obviously is dealing with is they have this burning feeling for home, to come home, to be restored to home. What would that you know, look like? Well, interestingly, God, according to the Jews, and I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with him, the reason he started the, the Bible, the Torah itself, starts with a bet. If you go look in the beginning, God, well, the way that the actual, it's called Bereshit. I know that's how they say it in, in Hebrew, but it starts with a bet because God wanted for him place, a, a place where he could stretch out and be himself. Like John Mellencamp talked about, like in a small town, I can be myself. Well, I put that in there very specifically because when you're at home, you can be yourself and you have a burning for a relationship with your parents with your family. Now, you may not have what you always hope for. You know, God blessed me with a wonderful couple parents. But what he intended was this family. He intended this home. He intended that this whole thing was going to be there. So to restore biblical manhood, you see, the Bible begins, the Torah began with a bet. But I don't know if you've ever thought about this, and here's another little just side note that I find fascinating, is the word Bible itself. If you were a Hebrew and you heard the word Bible, you're going to think about what letters are in there. Well, that would be two bets because that's that sound, right? There's two bets in there, Bible. (laughs) And then what's that other sound that you're hearing, that L? That's a lamed. And that, that, that is the letter that starts the word heart, and it has to do with your heart burning again. So you, the Bible has got the whole heart burning for home deal too. If, if you were to speak Hebrew, which I think all our languages actually originally came from there. What, what's an interesting little side note is that when the Jews translated the Bible into Greek, they were ordered to do that by the Greeks. And apparently they weren't just terribly happy about that. <laughs> and so oh. you can find where they've written where they... They conspired to do the Bible differently in the Septuagint than it really was to be interpreted. And the, one of the things that they did was they started the scriptures with an alpha, in, or instead of an aleph, instead of a bet, because they didn't want the Greeks to be the chosen people that have the law. So they, you know, think about how sneaky the law. But God went up to them when he calls it the Bible. So, hey. I think God's got a sense of humor. So we're coming home live from the 2020 Men's Summit. I hope we got a better idea for that. We want your stories about going home. When we come back, 866-348-7884. Homeward bound today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We are live at the 2020 Men's Summit. Summit here at the First Christian Church in Kernersville, which is actually a huge event. There's like we've talked about 650 men that are back here working on this whole concept that we're talking about going home today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So by all means, if some of what we're talking about is kicking up a memory or something where you've seen home as an important subject, we would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. we got all kinds of lines open. Even though we're live, we can still take your calls. 866-348-7884. Bob? Brother, when you start talking Greek and your knowledge is so galactically past mine, 
and and I was like, oh Lord, he's lost me again. He's lost me again. And, but then you bring it all full circle, and it comes down to something as simple as our burning to be at home or to go home, and that is that is one of the basic needs ever. And when you mentioned about uh, how traumatic it was for you when your parents divorced, uh, we found some writings of my son uh, after he passed, and that for him too was a parallel uh, detriment for him. It was uh, something that really tore him up and re- something he really never got over was his mother and I divorcing. And, uh, you know, although I don't understand, I don't have the knowledge that you have about the Greek alphabet and all that, but when you bring it full circle, I can always, you know, gather it and grasp it and and walk with it you know and and in this case i can run with it you know it, <laughs> well, that's it brings tears to my eyes that, that this is actually hebrew not greek but that's okay but, but i want to want to tell you is that six hours ago i didn't know what this i had no clue but i was just praying god what are where are we going today and he took me here he said well look look into this word restore and so as i began to study the word and then I began to see several things about Restore, which actually, when you think about it, Bob, the prodigal son, when he's sitting there eating the pig, pig, pig pods, right? What was he doing? His heart was burning for debt. His heart was burning to be in his, in his father's house where he didn't have to experience this kind of stuff. Exactly. Which, which has to do with the, with the second word. Well, we talked about biblical a bit, a bit, but we did not talk about manhood. Well, when you think about manhood, especially what these guys are learning about behind us right now, it has everything to do with sonship. And, and I knew this already, but it, it's, it's so applicable what we're talking about today. Because sonship, the word son in Hebrew, I bet you've even heard this. It's like bar or ben. So it starts with a b b bet, same letter, <laughs> right? Right? It it means home. It very specifically means home. And the reason why it's usually translated ben is because the second letter is what we call a final nun in 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 Hebrew. It looks like a nail, Bob. Okay, and the uh, and the concept literally is home builder. So your son was the one who could have built your household. And I remember all too specifically, and I, I hate to... It's all good. Keep good there. But I couldn't help but think about this as I was thinking about it this morning, that one of the things you came and told me is, Robbie, there's no more youngs in my line because my son was the one who could build my house. Right? Yes, sir. A- and so when we're restoring biblical manhood... From God's perspective, whose son are we? Amen. We're his son. And we're, we're building his house because he wants, just like the song says, he wants to kick off his shoes. He wants to be himself at home and he wants to hang out with you. He has, the reason why we have our heart, we're an image bearer of God. And, and the reason why we love home, the reason why we yearn for that feeling to be in, a, in, in relationship with the Father and all that stuff is because, guess what, Jesus, talk about somebody who wanted to be with Dad. <laughs> I mean, you have, no better, you have no better example in all the world than, than of somebody who wanted to be with their dad than Jesus. And, and, and what was he doing? He was building his father's house, which is the kingdom. So 
why I say all this is to explain something like, oh, look what you're showing me this morning, God. These men in here, you know, that sounds like, you know, restoring biblical manhood. This does not sound like fun to me 20 years ago, right? I mean, this is, right. oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, if I'm honest, that's how I would feel about the subject. But really, truly understanding that the Bible is inside of that are all these little clues that God has given us in how to have that home ourselves. If we can have it with him, we can have that relationship where we really can kick off our shoes and really be ourselves with the Father. Then he will help us be that for our families because what does your family want when they come home at Thanksgiving? Uh, to be around, you know, to be right there with us and, you know, to be a part of the family and uh, and to just, just soak that up. Right, and you, you've got Jeremy now. Amen, and I wanted to comment on that. He's gone to Korea now, and uh, at, at home this Christmas, it was just such a great thing, and I got to, his mother and I got to go up and give him a send-off and, uh, before he left for Korea, and uh, that was just last week. And uh, the fact that he was not my biological seems to matter less and less each day and each month and each year that goes by and uh i do feel like now that there is somebody to carry carry on and uh to carry our house forward and uh it's, it's just a pretty awesome thing because uh you know when rob passed i had that feeling that you know because i'd lost my biological son my only biological son that you know my lineage died but uh uh, it's become so apparent to me that uh, the marks I've made on Jeremy's life growing up uh, will live on with him forever and uh, thus carry, you know, our family and, and our thing forward, you know. And it's it's just been really great. And, uh, it I'm is. Just, it is. And I'm so and grateful for it. In so many different ways, you know, we all have this yearning to be with Dan. And so... We've got more, but we need you. We need your stories. You call us, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. We would love to hear from you. Your stories are home, 866-348-7884. we got a bunch of young scouts, Trail Life. We're going to be with you here in a minute. Stay tuned. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners for the first time. You can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. Sweetheart, I'm coming home to you. No, I cannot forget the words that I come from. I cannot forget 
We are coming home today on the Christian Car Guys show. How fun. We're live from the 2020 annual men's summit, which is this year talking about restoring biblical manhood. And talk about restoring biblical manhood. We have with us, this is very exciting, isn't it, Bob? Very exciting. I love, I love to see young men, and we have young men. We have a very young man by the name of Joshua who is with Trail Life. Nope, Jimmy, you're right. Thank you. My trusty producer just set me straight. We have Jimmy, who's 10 years old. He's with Trail Life USA Troop 1130 right here from First Christian Church. So welcome, Jimmy. Hello. And you've been out here selling water, haven't you? Yeah, donuts and coffee. They were tempting me with their donuts earlier. And so... Isn't it kind of cool to see all these men here? Yes, it is. It is, and you've been selling them water. But I'm wondering, in your experience there with Trail Life USA, have you ever had an experience where you said, God, I did not know you were this cool. Like, man, this tent stuff, this camping stuff, is that fun? A lot of times, yes. Can you tell me that story that comes to mind? Mm. Did you go camping? Yes, we've gone camping a lot, and we thought we weren't going to make it to camp one time because we were um, babysitting somebody, but then we able we were able to bring him to camp and have a good time. He's three now. And so God showed up? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome, Jimmy. That's great. Well, while we get the next one up, Bob, that's pretty cool, isn't it? That's so cool. And when I found out these guys were fifth graders, it just warmed my heart because uh, I I have a connection with some fifth graders at uh, Midway Elementary, and uh, it's it's just a really good thing. Kids this age, they get it. They get me anyhow, you know. I I connect so well with young people. I think it's because I I still have the uh, same mentality as a a young one, you know, And, and their eyes are are full of light and they're they're just eager to learn and and just uh you know all i do is go and hang out with the guys and eat lunch and we have a have a good time and and share a little love bob does have that childlike spirit but speaking of childlike spirit we have joshua and joshua is nine years old right and you're also in the troop joshua you got to talk because otherwise so say hi hey (laughs) hi and what are you doing here today um so like selling stuff. And what have you been selling specifically? Are you in charge of the donuts? No. <laughs> I just collect the money. You collect the uh, money. Oh, you have oh, a very Oh, he's a steward. Very we got it. Job. All right, Joshua. Yeah. Joshua, do you know that your name in Hebrew is Yeshua? Did you know that? No, I didn't know. Do you know that the name Jesus actually in Hebrew is Yeshua as well? No idea. See, we go, we're learning stuff today. So it's really, really cool that when I thought of Joshua, I think, man, he, this, he has Jesus' name, Bob. There you it's, go. It's Yeshua. What's your last name, Joshua? Madeiras. Madeiras. Well, thank you for being with us today, Joshua. I can tell you, you're having fun out here? Yeah. Have you seen God show up? Do you recognize um, him? Is it that guy in the beard over there? <laughs> oh, he does show up he looks just like jesus and he sees that sometimes and people smile that treat you really well so thank you for being with us i so, think it's really awesome you guys come out here and share and and serve you know you're helping people out you're helping accomplish what you need to and uh just thank you for being the young man that you are 
So yes, this is the uh, the Triad Men's Summit, but yet we have these young men, and and you know, John Eldridge teaches us, and I agree that that masculinity can only be transferred from masculinity. In other words, to be around a group of men like this is a great way to see what masculinity looks like. And so if we're restoring biblical manhood, you know, these guys are the next men. So, I mean, who more important should we have showing up here than these guys from Trail Life USA? So we have Yeshua number two today. <laughs> so, hey, Joshua, how are you? Good. Well, Joshua, you got a voice for radio. Let's have... <laughs> so, Joshua, what have you seen here that's been fun that you thought, wow, that's really cool? I... I liked um, watching all the people come and see us selling all the um, food. Uh, you were in charge of the donuts, if I'm not mistaken, am I right? No, I was in the coffee. Oh, coffee. So you got to see the men that needed to be woke up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing a great job. How about your camping trips? Is there an experience you can share like that time that you guys had to eat the chicken that fell in the dirt? No, because <laughs> um, I haven't really been on any tri um, camping trips because we're, I haven't, um, we had to go on vacation and all. Oh, okay. So, so what, what have you done with Trail Life USA that's been the, the, the most fun so far? Um, probably after class when we're playing games with each other and... We learned how to repair a bike. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, a, a Christian car guy in the making. Well, and so. I've been working on a bike all week, one that Rob had left me, and uh, it found it found its way back to me. You ought to and, tell uh, Joshua that story. Yeah, well, see, my son, he had a tandem bike, and then... <laughs> a tandem bike meaning two people could bike it at the bicycle same Bicycle built for two, and he had it, and he sold it to a guy, and then after my son passed, the guy came to me and says... I think I need to give you this bike because uh, you're supposed to have it. And I said, well, Lee, please let me pay you for it. He wouldn't let me pay him for it, but he got me the bike. And I just put it in a shed for a while because I didn't, I didn't, my heart wasn't ready to work on it. But just this past week, I took the wheels off of it and got them fixed and got new tires for it. And I'm about, I'm one nut. I need one little nut to go on it, and it'll be ready to ride. So it just really warmed my heart when you talked about bicycles. It just really, really, really touched me. Thank yeah. you for that. So what was your favorite part of fixing the bicycle? Um, Being on the chain gang? Were you on the chain gang? No, um, <laughs> I like taking off the tires. There you go. Well, That's you where the rubber meets the road right there, Bob. As soon as you put it back together, did you get on it and ride it? No. Oh, well, see, that's the most satisfying part for me. After you work on something and get it right, is to actually ride it. So try that next time. It'll give you a feeling, wow, I fixed this, and it works, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like my son. He works on helicopters, and one day he rode on the helicopters he worked on. Yeah, that's an example. And I, I told him, I said, that'll make you tighten those bolts up a little tighter. <laughs> you know, if, if you get to uh, ride on what you work on, you'll work on it a little better, you know. Speaking of that, you know, Joshua, we have a ministry inside the Christian Car Guys show called the Jesus Labor Love, where we help out single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And we have... 
had some wonderful responses the last week, lots of generous donations, but we did have a need that I wanted to mention on the air. There's a family in crisis in Greensboro. Actually, this lady has a child that's diabetic, a type 1 diabetic, where it has to go to the doctor all the time, and she has no transportation that's readily available for her times. Of course, there's always the ambulance, but when, you know, you're on... Seven to $800 to ride around the corner in an ambulance, brother. Right. Yeah. Right. And so you can imagine the need that she, that she is really experiencing. And so if you all would pray, you know, that's, that's what we're asking you to do. If somebody you know is in the Greensboro area, has a car to donate, something they're not using, of course, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and click the, click the donate button. Tax that, deductible. <laughs> Hey, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. It is. We're a 501c3. But what we really, all of you listening, you know, if we just be praying, I actually have two or three needs in the Greensboro area similar, but that, that God would provide cars for these people. And we're grateful. We had a car donated in the Raleigh last week. So that's that's really awesome stuff. So where do you, do you go to church here at First Christian, Joshua? No. Oh, okay. Where so do you go? Um, Westover, but we're leaving. We're trying to find a new church. Oh, well, you're in luck. You're at a church you can try. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, Joshua, we're so grateful for you being here and, and, and volunteering. Are they paying you to sell this stuff? I'm just no, kidding. No, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's great to see young people at church helping out, and you have a heart to serve, and, and keep that. Keep that with you. It'll get you through times when nothing else works. Some of the... With the loss I've had in my life uh, and the things I've experienced, sometimes I get really down and caught up. But the best medicine for me when I get down or, or get to worrying about something is is going and helping somebody else. That is the best medicine. Because if you're helping somebody else, you're not thinking about your problem. So keep serving and keep helping and keep doing the things you're doing. It's, it, it'll get you through a lot. It, it's good medicine. How fun is this? Again, we are live at the 2020 Men's Summit at the First Christian Church. This is going on until 3 o'clock, so you can still come if you got time. But we definitely need your story. This is the last segment. you got to call us, 866-348-7884. Stay tuned. One more segment. That, by the way, Bob, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Today we're talking about going home. We're live from the 2020 Men's Summit here, Restoring Biblical Manhood. I don't know if you've ever really listened to some of Simon and Garfunkel's lyrics there, but I, I was studying that lyric this morning and noticed, wow, that's just like they would be hearing and never listening. Or, you know, it's not exactly how it went, but that's the Robbie Standard version. That's RSV they'd be hearing and never perceiving you. You might remember that. We have another young man with us who does perceive a little bit about biblical manhood. We have Caleb, is also from the Young Life, the Trail Life organization, only Caleb is like, man, he's been with them five years. I and, think. And you're in the Navigators now. Yes, sir. So you've come up like through the ranks for five years. Tell us what all those ranks are. First, there's the Hawks, sorry, the Foxes, there's Mountain Lions, 
sorry, foxes, hawks, mountain lions, navigators, and adventurers. So one more and you get adventurers. Yes, sir. Do you know that's one of the core desires God put in all men's heart was to go on an adventure, especially with him. So, you know, how fun is that? And what, what have you seen in all those years in trail life that you really felt like, wow, God, you're really in this. Like, was there a story at one of the camping trips you saw him do something or something else in trail life that you've seen that in? I know tough question, but I like tough questions. I think there is, but I, I, I can't recall it. That's okay. That's all right. See, sometimes, <laughs> actually, you know, one of the things that I think is really fun to do is before you go on one of those adventures is pray and ask God, wow, show me something cool that can stick down in my heart and I can remember it because, you know, he's got that in, involved for all us in all these different... you go to church here, Caleb? Uh, right now we're going to Triad. Tri-Baptist. Oh, good. Good. So also in Kernersville. Yes, so sir. we have Caleb. We've had Joshua, two Joshua's and Caleb. So we're just having the spies here today from the Old Testament. That's all we got. So Caleb, thank you for being with us. This has been really, really fun. We have Keith is in High Point. He is... Got a story for us, so I'm anxious to hear that. Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hello. Hello, Keith. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, not just really as much as a story. I, I did want to comment, though. You're talking about building homes and how good. Uh, we go on. But, you know, a lot of children come from broken homes. Yes, they and when do. they have when they have people like like uh, you and Bob to talk to and to give them advice, whether you're at that conference or whether you're going to the store and see a kid at uh, a young person at a checkout, but the words we say to them can build the house. And what in the little advice y'all giving those youngsters there? Man, y'all got a construction crew going on today. I'm gonna tell you what, y'all really do. And the uh, just some some word that you give to a child, you might not think it ever means anything. You know, I'll oh, forget it. But there might be some time in their life, ten or twenty years down the road, that that word will come to them. That word will give them shelter, and it will help. You know, and they might you know, probably can guide them back to God if they've gotten off the track. And uh, I, I was just, my home was, uh, my parents got divorced when I was very young. I was in the 60s. I was about, I was 12, 12, 13 years old. But, uh, you know, my boat was drifting around for a while, but I had the blessing to be able to live with my grandparents. Oh, wow. In the 70s, in the 70s. And they and, uh, met my brother and I. Uh, I got to live with them. and But their influence in our lives is just, is phenomenal and it's uh, something i never forget and 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 the things y'all you and you, you and bob are doing today it's just there's no difference y'all are building homes you're building lives you're building families but you made and such an amazing know. point there keith i want you to i mean god provides fathers from all over the place you know yes, he, he is a father to the fatherless but he's not you know i used to think he was the backup plan but the more i've live, the more I realized he was the original plan. He's the one that really did want to rob me more. He's the one that really made sure that my parents came. You know, all those things happened. But then he's brought yeah. people like Bob in my life, people like you, Keith, 
I mean, how right. lucky are we that, that we have all these people speaking truth um, into our lives? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We're just, we're just so blessed. I mean, I can't fantom my blessings. A lot of times I forget them, and I'm on my knees at nighttime. Lord, please forgive me for not count, for counting my liabilities instead of my assets. And you know, wow. the yeah, more I count my assets, <laughs> and, the more I count my assets, the, the lower the liabilities are. You know, and I, as I'm listening to that, and I'm thinking, and I've been thinking about it all morning. The word blessed itself, which is Barak in, in Hebrew, again, guess what it starts yeah. with? House. House. <laughs> it does, it does. That's that's it, it that's what it is. It's like I'm start I'm starting to learn a little Hebrew. I've been going to a synagogue here in high, in, in, in my area on Friday nights for Shabbat Shalom and uh, I really enjoy that. But they uh, they say, Well we're gonna make make you a part of the congregation say, Well I <laughs> I don't know if I can go that far now. I can't deny my Lord, you know. <laughs> but, but there's some wonderful have, people. And they uh, have some understandings that are really like, oh, man. Don't they? Oh, yes. I, mean, I love the service. It's just really great. So well, I look forward to it every Friday night. But anyway, I appreciate your show. And, and uh, you know, this show right here itself is a home. Every Saturday. It's a, it is a home for somebody. Yes, God has provided that for me too. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, he did. He, he absolutely did it for Bob too, right? Isn't it home to you? It is, uh, and and it's yeah. a grounding for me. You know, uh, it's a time to I get to forget about everything. Come, you know, see what Robbie's got going. And sometimes I get there, I don't have a clue what's going to come out of his mouth. And, <laughs> and, and I, I don't. I really, really, really don't. But it always comes full circle. Sometimes it happens early yep. in the show. Sometimes it happens right near the end of the show when I say, wow, I get it. You know, <laughs> but uh, it's when he mentioned home today and our burning for home. And, and when he told his story at the very beginning, it really connected me to uh, with my son's story and everything, and and I always connect. It, it doesn't happen right out of the shoot. Some days, some days, and I, I admit, some one day I got it going home. I, I'd already left the show before it really <laughs> came full circle, and it hit me. That's what he was talking about, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, I God some, does that with me all the time. Believe yeah. me, I, I was like, where are we going? I'm, and I'm, I'm, I feel the same way. Um, that I'm so blessed that to have. You know, you guys as friends and, and, and to have this opportunity because, I mean, think of all the callers over the years, Keith. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I, I mean, something? it's home. It really is. So God bless you. Thank you yeah. so much for your well, like, being part of Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too, sir. God bless. Thanks, brother. All right. Well, Bob, we're still here live, and we're going to be here live for the next radio show, and we got a lot going on, but, but we hate to say goodbye to you, but we are so glad that you listened, and we would ask that you'd visit us at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can listen to the podcast, of course, if you didn't get to hear all of today's show, and you want to hear more about homecoming, because, you know, at the end of the day, the word repent is just like the word restore. It's exactly similar in, in Hebrew construction that it starts with that burning desire for home just like the prodigal son that day. We all have it. 
and God's just waiting there with open arms, Bob. Brother, it's great being here today. Thank you for having me, and uh, thanks for letting me be a part. And as always, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Thank you.